This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, and insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to show 236 Aussie Mac Zone. And tonight we've got a special guest I'll introduce in just a minute. So don't forget this week's sponsors, athwebhosting.com.au and aussietechradio.com. So Zahn, how are you? I don't want to forget because he gets really crappy if you forget. Say <laughs> his name first. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm fantastic, Michael. How are you this evening? All right, man. My eyes are playing up, but anyway, they're supposed <laughs> to be fixed, but it's not quite there yet. Um, and our, we've got a special guest, our listener, Lincoln, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Michael. Great. Good Welcome Lincoln. Aboard. How are you, mate? Thanks for the invite. Good to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Poor fool you for getting on with us. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Story number one was the Apple earnings report. And as I said in the uh, Apple News story on our page, was it storm clouds or rainbows? Sounded like rainbows to me. Revenue was up 16%. Earnings per share grows 30% to new March quarter records. The company posted a quarterly, quarterly revenue of $61.1 billion, an increase of 16% from the year ago quarter. $2.73 per share, 30% up. International sales accounted for 65% of the quarter's revenue. And we're thrilled to report our best March quarter ever with strong revenue growth in iPhone, services and wearables, said Tim Cook, Apple CEO. Customers chose iPhone 10 more than any other iPhone each week in the March quarter, just as they did following its launch in the December quarter. We also grew revenue in all of our geographic segments with 20% growth in Greater China and Japan. Services revenue hit $9.19 billion during the quarter, well above the 8.39 expected. iPads, they sold 9.1 million. Macs were 4.08 million. And other revenue, 3.9 billion. Uh, and wow. wearables were up 50%. All money, 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 money. <laughs> well, they didn't, well, didn't they say they, they were hoping for 62 billion, weren't they? I remember oh, Apple, didn't, Apple didn't say that. Oh, the, Apple didn't the, say that. I remember the, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But they, still, yeah. you know, 60, was it 61.2 billion? That's, you know, yeah. that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's uh, more money than you can, uh, I don't know, pop your stick it, I guess. Um, and so, and sales, uh, with, with how many max they sold? 4 million? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four million max, yeah. nine point one million iPads. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, everything was up, up, yeah. up, up. Well, um, I know uh, Lincoln would be into in somewhere in those statistics. So would you, Michael, um, <laughs> with the purchase of your both of your new phones? I'm the only one on the screen at the moment that doesn't have an iPhone ten. <laughs> um, both of you do. So, uh, oh, then what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah well, if you, could, if you could stop talking now, Zahn, that'd be great. Yep. Lincoln and I'll just get on now, mate. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. 
what about everyone was saying the iPhone 10 sales not happening, very low, but yeah. all the doom and gloom we had. So the iPhone 10 was the world's best-selling smartphone in Q1. This is after everyone was said it wasn't going to happen, like it was just not selling any in. Yeah. So, in fact, countering the predictions of many analysts, the iPhone 10 claimed the title of best-selling smartphone overall for the first quarter of 2018. Apple shipped 16 million iPhone 10 units between January and March, which is what the strategy analytics researchers think. Apple also nabbed second and third spot with the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 8 Plus, which sold 12.5 and 8.3 million units respectively. So, yeah, Apple, Apple have just gone to crap, haven't they? They can't do anything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it must suck being number one. <laughs> well, it's all that's down there, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's, that's, the, that's the big challenge, yeah. But... Yeah, everyone says, oh, they're not selling any phones. They're not selling any phones. Well, not only are they making the most money, they're selling more phones. Like, it's just... <laughs> so. Well, with the release of the, you know, the competitors' products, there has been a few complaints about uh, th their phone and their phones, not just, yeah. you know, saying the one company, um, where the 10 has just come in leaps and bounds. Everyone is like... This is a great phone. It's easy to use. It's the right size. You know, it's not too big, like, you know, because I've got the, the big plus um, yeah. phone. And it, it is a little too big. I still like it. I like the big phone, but I'm a big dude, you know. You've got um, big hands. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but that's hands, not glands, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but yeah, the iPhone 10s, are, they are a good size, you know, they're, and, and, I think um, the face recognition and all that sort of stuff is is fun. I've only ever got to play with one. I've never, I don't own one, so that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how are you experiencing your phone, Lincoln? Easy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm loving it. I've I've been just upgrading with the the new iPhone uh, latest releases probably since yeah. 2012, just because of the um. I'm just so comfortable using the uh, assistive touch technology and um. Yeah. Yeah. And particularly with the, the iPhone 10, um, the updates they've made to Siri just make life quite a lot easier for myself. Yeah, um, and super quick, isn't it? Like, just oh, when you ask great. it to do something, it just does it. Like, it's, that's yeah, what it's yeah, down to me. Really yeah, and that's a woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, a reminder this week. We are brought yes. to you by athwebhosting.com.au. Affordable and competitive plans, 99.95% uptime, domain registration, free setup, auto setup 24-7, instant activation, accepting PayPal as, other, as well as other cards, 250 scripts installed with one click, including WordPress and Joomla, the cPanel industry standard user-friendly feature-rich control panel, all from $5.95 per month when paid annual with 24-7 ticket support system and friendly help when needed. So Apple now globally powered by 100% renewable energy. As part of its commitment to combat climate change and create a healthier environment, Apple has announced its global facilities are powered with 100% clean energy. 
This achievement includes retail stores, offices, data centres, co-located facilities in 43 countries, including China and India. India. The company also announced nine additional manufacturing partners have committed to power all of their Apple production with 100% clean energy, bringing the total number of supply commitments to 23. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's massive amounts of renewable energy that they're using. That is. I love, I love this, though. This is fantastic. This is right up, you know, my lefty alley, <laughs> you know, uh, where all renewable and, you know, they're trying to save the planet. It makes me feel better, you know, just owning a device that, you know, the company is willing to, to go that extra mile. And, yep. um, so, and they all were, always were the, you know, sort of the hippie computer company, you know. And, That's right. Uh, and uh, now they're... Busters you know, renewable, you know, like completely sustainable sort of thing. And uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Absolutely true. So we're lucky enough as well to have listener Lindsay has contacted us by email to ask, hi, Mac Gurus, would you be able to comment on any experience you may have had on refurbished Macs, MacBook Air in particular, purchased via the Mac refurbished site, please. Keep up the good work, Lindsay. Well, regards, Lindsay, sorry. Yeah, so he's had good work because he's actually sent us an email and we're here to answer it. Yeah. So personally, uh, I tell my customers to buy from the uh, refurbished site whenever whenever they can. Yeah. Um, there's not always the stock you're looking for at the time, but um, you get full warranty. You can still buy Apple Care on it. Um, I don't know of anybody that's had really had any problems after they've bought a machine from the refurbished site. So yeah. I personally recommend it. And you get to save, you get to save probably more money than the Apple Care costs. So you can you can buy the extra warranty and be be in front. Yeah, so. right. Excellent. Um, mm. I've never bought from there, but I mm-hmm. I do have uh, a refurbished phone because I've broken. Oh, well, so I originally bought my iPhone 6 Plus almost three years ago. I think I've broken it four times, like dead broken. And because <laughs> I had warranty on the phone, they've replaced it every time. Yeah. And, and the last one, because it was, you know, it's getting a bit old, I think when the last time I broke it, the iPhone 7 was out, you know, and, um, <laughs> and they uh, gave me a, a refurbished one. Um, uh, I think it cost me fifty dollars or something like that. Yeah, um, you know, because uh, I had insurance, can. you know, on the phone, I pay insurance, and I think so. I think it cost me about fifty bucks, and yeah. um, I can't complain. The phone's brand, like, it's like brand new, you know. Like I yeah. wouldn't if they didn't tell me it was refurbished, I wouldn't have known. So, yeah. Yeah, it just means they may have reset the serial number on the logic board for the phone because you're still going to get new front and new out back and yeah, you know, that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. And Link, so, you've, Link, you've got like what an iPhone, an iPad, a MacBook, everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always had the sort of trio setup. It's it's nice. <laughs> 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 And all yours, you've bought all yours new, or are they from the refurb? Or, um, oh, yeah, but not all at the same time. My MacBook's probably the oldest thing I own, about five years old now. Um, yep. the iPad mini I bought actually, that was just when the, the 
the mini retinas came out, um, which I was really keen on. Yep. Um, yeah. That still works really nice. And then, yeah, my iPhone I bought at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So just to spring it on you, Link, tell us about you, my friend. <laughs> just oh, so well, other people know. Just... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sam's crippled friend. <laughs> <laughs> Did he um, sit on you, did he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does. <laughs> I, I'd just yeah, say so friends, but, with, um, you know. I hate yeah, when he yeah, calls so me cripple. He... <laughs> 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 yeah, so, um, yeah, he, yeah, I've met him through my care agency and he sort of helps me in my uh, couple of care hours throughout the day to and from uh, physio, gets me to the gym and, and moving and stuff. And, um, yeah, now he's more of my mate than just a carer. So, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Excellent. Um, iPhone 7 mic failing after iOS 11.3 update and Apple may replace affected phones for free. Apple has responded to a microphone issue affecting some iPhone 7 and 7 Plus units with a new service guide. The document attained by 9to5Mac also mentions that out-of-warranty devices may still be able to receive a repair or replacement for free. Um, now, the way you might see it after you've done the update is the speaker speaker buttons grayed out during incoming and outgoing calls, or there's no audio during playback for voice memos or videos creating by affected iPhones. Um, so it talks about ways to troubleshoot, and if you can't troubleshoot it, get it into your Apple store as soon as possible and um, try and get it sorted for you. Awesome. Now, also this week, we are brought to you by Aussie Tech Radio at aussietechradio.com. We have the Aussie Tech Security Podcast, our award-winning Aussie Tech Heads Podcast, and our Aussie Tech Crypto Show, which is um, all to do with cryptocurrency, of course, and other Australian podcasts. Uh, and you just put it there, play it in the background, leave it going 24-7, just so you can have noise in the background instead of stupid tv with those stupid tv ads going all the time <laughs> um i've got an australian based story yeah. victoria threatens to pull out of facial recognition scheme citing fears of dutton power grab <laughs> so this is a bit of a long story but victoria has threatened to pull out of a state and federal government agreement for the Home Affairs Department to run a facial recognition system because the bill expands Peter Dutton's powers and allows access to information by private sector and local governments. In October, the Council of Australia governments agreed to give federal and state police real-time access to passport, visa, citizenship and driver's licence images for a wide range of criminal investigations. The Identity Matching Services Bill introduced in February enables the Home Affairs Department to collect, use and disclose identification information, including facial biometric matching. In a submission to the Parliamentary Joint Committee on Intelligence and Security, the Victorian Special Minister, Gavin Jennings, warned that the bill provided significant scope for Home Affairs Minister to expand his powers beyond what was agreed. This includes the ability to collect new types of identification information and expand identity matching services. For example, the bill would allow the Commonwealth uh, 
to collect not just driver's license information, but also proof of age cards, firearms and marine licenses, some of which can be held by children as young as 12. The Commonwealth could collect information that Victoria was not authorised to disclose under its own legislation, the submission rule. It said citizens may not be adequately informed that the information they provide to get a driver's licence, including biometric data, could be reused for other law enforcement purposes. And in its submission, the Home Affairs Department said the bill would enable rather than authorise the use of services by various government agencies. And the system would still be governed by federal, state and territory privacy laws. That does go on for a few more paragraphs, but basically yeah. they're saying it's you're trying to get more information than what we agreed to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it's boiling down to. So, um, so basically it's becoming more and more like um, 1984 day, every day now. <laughs> and soon That's the government up. will overthrow the people and have all the power. <laughs> already done that yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah it's just technology going too fast or yep. catching up or yep. you know the, and the people not understanding what it's capable of I don't don't like I understand the fear I guess I don't see the problem with them having that. They've already got this information anyway. If you've got a gun license, if you've got a driver's license, or it's all just record anyway. Yeah. And, and they already have that information. Um, face recognition. But they're worried about it. They're worried about it going into private hands as well, which was part of okay. part of the. Uh, well, which wasn't part of the original agreement, but yeah. now it's part of this one that they're trying to put through. So. Yeah, well, no, that's definitely. See, if they're going to try to outsource this sort of thing, then that's no good at all. I think this would definitely be a government-funded and ran program. It definitely shouldn't be for outsiders to sort of see and everything like that. Um, that's how yeah. you, that's how you get identity theft, really. Yeah, or twenty million bank records disappear because they were out outsourcing yeah. something and yeah. <laughs> something went wrong and the tapes got lost. So. That's right. <laughs> You're very quiet there, Lincoln. You must have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Zuckerberg has got us all right where he wants us. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yeah. The, <laughs> the one I heard today about him was because they just had their, their annual developer conference, FA. Mm. Um, and what they've done is because of the, the conspiracy and, and the leaking of information and the gathering of information, they've reduced what developers can do. Uh, mm. and what they have access to, supposedly. But then they introduce their own dating site so that they can get even more information about you, which they'll mm. use for selling to advertisers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who, so, wait a yeah. minute. Who are we dating, though? Because if it's Zuckerberg, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gay or anything like that, but uh, he's got a lot of money and, you know, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> 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 now, Apple's Tim Cook celebrates the iMac's 20th anniversary, 20th anniversary. The computer was first unveiled on May 6, 1998 by then CEO Steve Jobs. The original model was 
a then radical all-in-one design, a CRT monitor, motherboard and CD drive housed in a colourful translucent egg-shaped housing versus the more traditional desktop tower tethered to an external monitor. One of the other things that had uh, was USB interface. It was the first sort of real commercial USB system that was only USB. So uh, it had a mighty 2.3 megahertz PowerPC process, a four gigabyte uh, hard drive and sold for $1,200. Despite the May unveiling, it didn't ship until August. Uh, now, the original iMac was the first big collaboration between Johnny Ive and Jobs, the company's legendary founder, who had been bought back after being fired in 1985. And the iMac's success was a key catalyst in the Jobs-led renaissance for Apple. iTunes, Apple stores, iPods and iPhone would all debut in the following decade, beginning Apple's stunning reversal from struggling also run to the world's most profitable corporation. And Tim's tweet was, 20 years ago, Steve introduced the world to iMac. It set Apple on a new course and forever changed the way people look at computers. Yep, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had the, the first iMac. Yeah. I have one downstairs in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> the first <laughs> iMac, were they the color bubble back? Bondi Blue, yeah. Yeah, the, we had the Bondi Blue one. So, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> one we had. <laughs> and it was our wait, home computer. Wait before your time, Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we you had You probably that. got them in history lessons at school. <laughs> yeah, oh, they were the preferable uh, uh, computer studies computer to use. I'll give them that. They were the yeah. most fun. Probably because they were colorful. <laughs> Not because yes. they ran much better. <laughs> well, we, that was set up in the lounge room at our house, and yeah. um, we got to uh, to use that, you know, for all our research, everything that uh, that we needed, and internet, and you know, all that sort of stuff. Right, right in the lounge room, like you, you could not hide <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> if you, were, you know, if you wanted to look at something that wasn't was inappropriate, then. You had to wait till everyone went to bed. Well, at least I think that's what you'd have to do anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a, a, we'll get some more uh, history in just a minute. Uh, now, I had a this is our how to. I had an issue this week where an item in the trash can said, can't empty the trash, whatever the file name is still in use. So, the answer is to double click on your Mac's trash bin in the app doc. Select the item you want to delete. Right-click the item. Select delete immediately from the drop-down menu. And then click delete to confirm that you want to delete the item. Now, it's a time, that delete immediately is time-limited. It's not there for very long. So you need to be prepared to, to do it when you're ready. Otherwise, you just got to go through the process again. Yep. Um, and then hopefully it will go away. Now, more history. This week in Apple history, 1998, Steve Jobs outlines Apple's latest operating system strategy at the firm's annual Worldwide Developers Conference, essentially dumping Next, his company's technology, in favour of Mac OS X. Apple's previous strategy revolved around Rhapsody, which required developers to completely retail their existing products. But by using a new set of 
APIs, Application Programming Interface, called Carbon, developers were promised a far easier transition to Max OS X features, such as protected memory, virtual memory, preemptive multitasking, and multi-threading. In 1999, Apple released Mac OS 8.6, featuring Sherlock 2.1, increased stability and improved PowerBook battery life. So even way back then, they were focusing on battery life. Um, they unveiled the G4 and introduced the Lombard light of G3 powered PowerBooks. Apple opened its first retail store in McLean, Virginia, and it said that it will open 25 retail stores during 2001. Uh, now, that did slow down because of the terrorist attacks on September 11th, which uh, basically stalled the economy in America for a while. 2003, Apple announces that over 2 million songs have been purchased and downloaded from its iTunes music store in its first two weeks of operation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, just talking about money for a minute, Apple announced it expected to suffer a $700 million loss in the current quarter. Whereas this quarter it made $61 billion <laughs> or, it's, or it sold $61 billion. What did it do? 16, I've got now $16 billion profit or something. Yeah, it was $16 billion profit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which isn't too bad. Amazing. <laughs> not too bad. Not, yes, not yeah. a bad little turnaround, eh? Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. We, we do better. Uh, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, we live this life. Of, yes, yeah. A couple of other little stories here. I'll hit the stuff going on here. So one of them's missing. Um, now, the Apple Watch had a, a good week in the last couple of weeks because it um, appeared to have saved another girl's life who was having a fast heart rate. And it was saying, you know, contact your doctor, contact your doctor, contact your doctor, like it does now. And um, a mother who was a nurse finally agreed to do that and found out she had this high heart rate. Um, another watch, the wife was able to use her, her watch to call uh, some emergency service because her husband was drowning. Wow. Um, yeah, so there was like four lives in the past week or so that the the Apple Watch has helped save. That's fantastic. Oh, it's just amazing, isn't it? Like that's technology really working for, yeah. for us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, an interesting one is uh, Condé Nast, the publishing company in America that Apple are thinking about buying it, yeah. uh, which is a rumour apparently, but... Uh, they bought a subscription service last week and they told everybody on Windows they're going to turn it off on the Windows side. It's called Texture. Yeah. Uh, that's a magazine subscription service in America. Um, yeah. So, and then um, we also had the podcast award last night, but I can't see it on mine because I have to upgrade my says to upgrade the iOS to view the table because I pasted something out of some email. Um, so I'll have to, uh, I'll put that in the link and put it on a news page. Congratulations to everyone there that won the podcast on Saturday night. Um, what did we and get? yeah, <laughs> well, they, they changed the rules this year. A, they wanted 
they wanted you to pay to, to nominate um, to be in the running for an award. Oh, wow. That was the first change. Um, and they were doing a lot of promotion for, shall we say, paid podcasts like Mamma Mia and ABC and um, a few of the other that are paid podcasts. So yep. that's why we chose not to to do it, but we're, we're happy for the guys yep. and the lady that were doing it. And for the winners, congratulations. Yeah. Um, now, just mm. before we sign off, you may not know this, Link, but uh, it's Zan's birthday this week. It is. It is. <laughs> happy, happy 80th birthday, Zan. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I, don't feel a day, uh, I don't feel a day under 81. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, happy birthday this week, buddy. Thank you very much. Um, you can see the grain in the beard. That's right. I know it's coming through on camera now. It's getting pretty bad. <laughs> Anything you want to say, Link? Um, no, nah, it's just thanks for the invite. I appreciate um, being on here. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for doing it, actually. We really appreciate you yeah. having you on here. And it's yeah. been fun even... You know, it's been pretty, you know, it's been a short sort of 30-minute podcast tonight, but um, it's great to have a, a new face on here just to have a chat to and have a laugh with. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and what what made you choose Mac or Apple products? Any reason or they just work for you or the assistive um, touch or the... <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, yeah, probably that's the main reason I've stuck with them is because of the assistive touch and being with limited hand function that's... um obviously just really helpful in using devices um and also with siri of course um yeah. uh, i started using like uh, you know uh ipod touches and things back in high school listening to music and i've always just i've always enjoyed them over every mp3 or other <laughs> tablet so yeah i've stuck yeah. with them <laughs> uh there was one of the um big bang theories the other night they were talking about the ipod and you're just gonna. You're not gonna enjoy it after Microsoft bring out this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember him talking about that, and I remember when that actually, you know, it happened. You know, and my mate bought one, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is so good! I can't believe you know." Uh, and after the month they released that, and you know, the sort of <laughs> the the. Yeah, Android friendly one, we just never really heard of again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone bought an iRiver River and then it went, you know, down yeah. the creek. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget, we've got our show notes in what, however you download, there'll be a link to the show notes each week. Spotify, just search for Aussie Maxone. Apple News, just search for Aussie Maxone and press the heart button. And thank you to our sponsors, this week being athwebhosting.com.au and aussietechradio.com and our supporters, you, our listeners. So thanks, Link, for coming on. And thank Just you, Zan, for being here, mate, and controlling always, the world for us, mate. Always happy to do it. Uh, yeah, thanks <laughs> to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners. And uh, remember, Apple a day keeps the androids away. <laughs> <laughs>
That's uh, it. That's it. We're... Awesome. Thanks, Link. That was good. Yeah, no, you're welcome. It was it was fun. <laughs> Love it. I know I, I know it's a bit um scary the first time, so yeah, but we'll get you back. We'll get you talking, mate. We'll get you there. We'll drag you up. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> but thanks I... for coming on, mate. Very important. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, 